Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you Everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. As Obi-Wan Kenobi once said, hello there. Welcome to Databank Brawl, the podcast where we learn about Star Wars characters, discuss them, and then make them fight for our amusement. I am your host. My name is Joseph Scrimshaw. With me here, as always, is, of course, Mr. Ken Nabsock. Hey, very happy to be here and learn and also fight. (laughs) Then you're ready to do everything. Also, here is the wonderful Jennifer Landa. Hello there. I am happy to be back. Thank you. Are you looking forward to both learning and fighting or just fighting? Screw learning. (laughs) 
No, I love to learn. <laughs> yes, you do. It's so great. Uh, and we also have back, he was on with our last episode, we have Ace Andre Cabrera. Yeah. How's it going, guys? Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, I'm happy to be here again, man. This is a lot of fun. Awesome. And you have a lot of fighting history in your mind, <laughs> I right? Do. You were telling me that, that I you do. like to think about fights. What was I'm, your MMA record? <laughs> MMA record as far as like guessing fights? Win, wins and losses? Oh, no. Oh, you didn't actually fight, no. Oh, I didn't. Okay. No. I, no. It's funny you joke about that, but I actually, for a moment, did want to go into MMA. Well, I think yeah. you still oh, can. Yeah. I, I think you still I, can, I, I kid. I wanted to uh, go into <laughs> MMA and... Uh, Punch people in the face. Wow. wow. Well, I think there's going to be some face punching in yeah. today's episode. It's exciting. Uh, if you're just uh, tuning in to Dating Brawl for the first time, here's how it works. We analyze a couple characters. I get information about them off of StarWars.com website from the databank section. So it is fresh, up-to-date, canonical information. We uh, read the bios, and they're written by Lucasfilm, of course, so we figure out kind of how they feel about the characters. Sometimes there's cruel judgments in the actual text. We talk about these uh, characters, our feelings about them, our history with them, and then they will, of course, fight. So are you guys uh, are you guys ready to go? I'm absolutely. I got yes. my Google box out. Okay, yeah. this is a very uh, a special match because it's kind of uh, name-based. It's name-based, and mm. uh, these guys, uh, we've had some weird fights, and this is a little mm. bit more of a kind of a, a slightly more straight-up vicious fight, so there might mm. be... Some face punching ace. Hey, there we go. That's <laughs> what I want. Uh, our first combatant is General Maydean. Oh, <laughs> you're uh, striking hard. Uh, yeah, yeah. Ken's making his happy noise. He likes his General Maydean. Here's what uh, StarWars.com databank has to say about General Maydean. General Maydean specialized in covert actions for the Rebel Alliance. Sexy. Waging war in secret against Imperial troops and the Emperor's own shadowy agents. His plans culminated with the operation to destroy the shield generator on the forest moon of Endor. So pretty good. Uh, not a lot of physical description, not a lot of attacks on his character mm-hmm. or uh, his clothing yeah. or his infamously bad haircut. Yeah, right? They're, yeah. yeah, they're being kind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, do you guys have reactions to General Maydean? Do you know who he is off the top of your head, Ace? Yeah, yeah, I remember him, for sure. Yeah, um, how could you forget his haircut? Uh, yeah, that haircut is pretty <laughs> legendary, man. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he doesn't really stand out to me much. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. That's just me, though. Maybe just the haircut. Yeah. That's probably the only thing he's got going for him. Uh, how about you, Jennifer? Do you have an... Would you know who General Maydean was if I just said the name? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's just he's like an old friend, you know? <laughs> I just see his face. I smile on that haircut, which is actually very relevant to today. Yeah. I see a lot of people wearing this haircut. <laughs> what is old is new again. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, Ken, what's, what's your... You, you have... You know, we all have our Star Wars characters that yeah. we keep close to our heart. Yeah. And General Maydean, I think, is one of your guys. Crix Maydean is one of my guys indeed. And if you, from the Jedi Alliance days when we used to do the figure fights, uh, yeah. that figure was one of the best ones to bring up. And one of the best moments we had as friends, Joseph, was when you went home <laughs> to Minnesota and found uh, your Crix Maydean figure yep. in storage and, and texted me a picture of it yep. wow. with his pointer stick <laughs> and his uh, crisp rebel uh, uh, outfit. I, I always love Crix. I always in my heart believe that Crix had a very hot, passionate, somewhat tragic affair with Mon Mothma. <laughs> I don't think their love lasted, but I think working so close together, I think it boiled over, and I, yeah. I, I, I believe that. There were some covert actions that happened. That's your head cannon. Excellent. Yep. Can, you, uh, can, can you describe for people who can't immediately bring General Maydean up 
in their mind. Can you describe his physical appearance? Yeah, absolutely. He said homeworld Corellia. Uh, he's human male, 1.7 meters tall. You can do the translation in your uh, head. Famous for his reddish blonde, later white described here. Hair, <laughs> eyes, blue, skin color, fair. It is It is that beard. It is that it's a well-coiffed uh, taken care of beard and that hair. Uh, it yeah. looks casual. You know what it almost <laughs> looks like? It almost looks like uh, Obi Wan Episode Three. A little, little bit. bit. A little it's bit. like it's like if Obi Wan's gel fell out <laughs> in Episode Three, Fair that enough. he would end up with a with a Maydeen. Fair enough. And yeah. hey, look, you know the galaxy has a certain style, a certain way. And I think at the time we make fun of Cricks now as a fan base for his hair, but I think at the time he was an older, distinguished, good-looking gentleman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think that uh, I had an emotional attachment to him because of the action figure, but also because you know it, it's easy to forget as the movies rolled on, especially the original trilogy. Kind of kept the camera kept pulling farther and farther back on the rebellion. Mm-hmm. And you'd wonder about the rebellion, and then Return of the Jedi, you get this scene with a lot of different people. You get Mon Mothma, and she's actually the leader. Who the right. hell is that? And then right. this guy seems to be kind of her, her right hand man. Yeah, and he's got a pointer stick. <laughs> she seems, and he seems really in charge and focused, but also kind of boring. So mm-hmm. it's like, wow, this is so exciting to learn about some of the boring parts of Star Wars. <laughs> like that's that's who General Maydeen was. He, to me. Um, I'll tell you, he. Uh, on Wikipedia, which we go to, to again, not the canon. Everything Joseph brings up is from StarWars.com, to be clear, on the databank. But they uh, they always like putting a quote, and I always like reading yeah. it because it's fascinating. Uh, here's the quote that best sums up Maydeen. General Solo, is your strike team assembled? That's it. That's what they got for him. He's a very matter-of-fact man. <laughs> That's what they got. You know what's interesting to me about the language in... Uh, his bio, it, mm-hmm. he specializes in covert actions and waging secret war. Now, is he, do we know canonically, can we figure out quickly, mm-hmm. is he the one who sent the Bothans to their death? Is mm-hmm. that what is being implied mm-hmm. by I'm, these I'm covert up. actions? I'm looking up. Uh, it might be, oof, um Maydeen's men managed to steal the Tidarium, a Imperial Lambda-class T4A shuttle. Thanks to the stolen ship, the general planned on sneaking a strike team down his force moon, so that's more about Which, that. And that's now not canon, because then we have a different explanation yeah. of the, the stealing of Tidarium. Yeah, yeah. So um, I'll have to look that up, maybe yeah. if you're out there in uh, listening land. Now, back in the day us. with the, uh, the old Rogue Squadron video games, yeah. one of the missions was to rescue him as he defected from... The Empire. Empire, So that right. was a cool backstory. Again, we don't know if that's canon. So all we really know about him, for sure, for canon, they right. had a beard that turned white eventually, weird <laughs> hair, and he right. specialized in covert actions. And we know that he had a pointy stick. Right. And one of the great things about Maydeen, too, is you see a lot of shots that were not used in Return of the Jedi. That's because uh, they had him sitting down in the pilot chair, the captain's chair, so to speak, with Akbar, where yeah. he famously yelled, it's a trap. A lot of Maydeen was sitting there, too, because they didn't feel that maybe this puppet-like character <laughs> could work. So let's get some backup shots of okay. Maydeen leading. But so somewhere out there, there's footage of Maydeen There's footage of him, and there's a shot. Um, a fan of Jedi Alliance uh, out there named Andy Marfleet sends me a lot of shots, and he sent me a great one that I've seen since seen on the internet a lot but um, first time I really saw it was when this this fan Andy sent it and it's it's like Maydeen giving a fist pump and he's in the pilot chair and he's like yeah <laughs> nice yeah. nice way to blow it up guys says yeah. General, I don't know why General Maydeen talks about like a loser loser if white he was guy. in charge it would have been 
Apparently, this is a trap. All ships, please pull up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pointing the direction you should go. Okay, any other any other Maydeen, uh memories or thoughts before we move on to our next combatant? Let's do it. All right, our next combatant is another general, a more modern general, General Hux. Oh. Yeah, and there's even there's more information in general. Uh, sometimes there's more information about Force Awakens characters. Right. So here we go. This is what StarWars.com databank has to say. A young, ruthless officer in the First Order, General Hux has complete confidence in his troops, training methods, and weapons. A rival of Kylo Ren's, Hux eagerly awaits the day when the First Order will bring down the hated New Republic and considers it his destiny to rule the galaxy. And even more information, Hux spent his life in thrall to the idea of imperial power. His father was an Imperial Academy commandant whose radical ideas about training soldiers became a key part of the First Order's vision. As commander of Starkiller Base, Hux revived another imperial ideal, achieved military superiority through technological terror. Mm. And I think Hux would have told you, Joseph, in his voice, my father was a commandant. A commandant. <laughs> yes. Brendel Hux. Brendel Hux? Brendel Hux. That's his first it's name? His father. His father. Wow. All right. Where are, you, uh, where, where are you getting that from? Well, again, I'm on Wikipedia. You're on Wikipedia. That, 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 in the wild reaches. I'm in fine. the wild reaches. It's fine. Yeah, but so. for, with, uh, with Force Awakens stuff, it's probably It's probably, it's probably new. But, and yes, but thank right. you for correcting my, my military mm-hmm. speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, I think most people know what General Hux looks like. But for yeah. people who listen to this podcast but just don't want to see The Force Awakens <laughs> for some reason, <laughs> let's describe him. Uh, Jennifer, how, how would you describe... Uh, the the physical appearance of General Hux. Um, he's a handsome guy. Interesting. He's, yeah, okay. he's he's a ginger. Yeah. Um, he definitely has. You can see his confidence in his posture. He stands very straight. Um, and he definitely has a ruthless look in his eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, he's wearing a very tight black <laughs> coat that buttons up to his chin practically. So he's clearly a, a little uptight, tightly wound guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, and do you have any physical stats on him, Ken? Uh, as you said, human male, 1.85 meters tall. Hair is red. Uh, eyes blue, skin color light. Um, born approximately four years before the Battle of Endor. Interesting. Uh, again, I, I don't, uh, you know, that's not taking it from your databank. Right, right, right. And that's so, fine. That's fine. Um, but, um, yeah, tall. Thin, lean, fierce. Yeah. General Hux. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ace, do you have any sort of reactions to General Hux? Did you like him? Yeah, he, he's he's one of those, he's a very, he's basically the angry British dude who just, he's <laughs> he's just an angry British guy who wants to rule the galaxy. Yeah, like he's, all angry British guys, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he's... But it one, does, it's a trope, right? It's, yeah. It really is. It's one of those things where you can tell he, he his only goal is to be evil and to be... <laughs> Like, when he gets up in the morning, he's going, I'm going to be effing evil yeah, today. It's, he's one of those guys who's like, he's like, Hitler was a good dude, man. He was all right. <laughs> he's one of those like very angry guys who yeah. s- seems to feel like his point of view is the only point of view in right. life. Mm. Yeah, I think in the movie, dis- yeah. If you disagree with him, he'll probably want to kill you. Right. Yeah. And he is walking like he has at least three quarters in between his buttocks and he <laughs> must not let them drop. <laughs> Like that's the way he is if, moving if down the corridor. If it drops, he's a failure in front yeah. of the eyes of his father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 
Uh, Ken, what was your emotional response to General Hux? Did you like him? You know what? I got to be honest. I initially didn't like the character in Force Awakens. I was fine with it. I get Ace is right. He serves that role, and we needed that role. Uh, Donald Gleason, I like as an actor, and I thought he delivered it exactly as he was supposed to. Uh, I thought he was over the top. I didn't like the this station on which we stand. I just was a little. (laughs) It was over the top. But then on on subsequent viewings of the Force Awakens, I started to appreciate the character a lot more. That speech that he gives answered a lot of questions that I came out of the first viewing going, but wait, what What about the resistance? I thought they were part of the, the Republican. Like, yep. That speech is very important to the story. And I, <laughs> he is basically saying, like, I am clarifying story <laughs> points. <laughs> yeah, let me get to some things and questions you have. Um, and I grew to appreciate his place uh, in the order, literally the order of the First Order, because he is uh, – while respectful and somewhat fearful of Ren at times, he's clearly not totally afraid of him. Yeah. And I think that was interesting and key to the story of Ren. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jennifer, what was your response to General Hux? I agree with Ken. I wasn't so sure about Hux. I, I love uh, Donald Gleason. I think he's a fantastic actor. I'd actually <laughs> just seen him in Ex Machina, right. which is a very different character. So part of me was like, oh, he's kind of it's kind of he's playing this really hard and it's kind of over the top but now i get it i get it is that's right. the character yeah. he's trying very hard to portray this you know and i feel like yeah i feel like they were going for a super direct nazi comparison yes, and exactly. i think without crossing the line that right. that scene was definitely Hitler rallying the troops yep. yeah, about right. this great, glorious order. Right. Um, I, yeah, I have a weird relationship with Hux because the second I got out of uh, Force Awakens, my first viewing, I had a bunch of tweets from friends and fans and strangers saying that I looked like General Hux. <laughs> <laughs> a little yeah. Uh, yeah, and people have known me for a long time. The essence of Hux. Oh, yeah. There's some facial structural uh, things. And uh, and some people are trying to convince me that this was like a compliment. Because it's like, hey, you look like a movie star. You should have gone out for that. Like, yeah, they didn't put out. You were were looking for (laughs) awkward, angular, (laughs) super white people who can be kind of angry. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But then it's like, this is... He is a ginger space Nazi. <laughs> it's not a compliment to say, you know, you look like a pasty, angry space Nazi. Right. right. Not, so so I, I, I both through, I'm interested in Hux because like it's interesting whenever somebody sees you in someone else. Uh, right. But yeah, I loved his, I loved his, uh, his counterpoint with Kylo Ren. Yeah. Mm, and I absolutely. think it was important to bring, bring forward that idea of technological terror. All right. Any other thoughts before no. we begin? This All right. Good. Then let's fight. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection. Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. 
BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to PrettyLitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So, General Maydeen and General Hux, we're either going to time scoop them or one of them is going to have the advantage of youth. Mm. So, when does this fight occur? What do we think? This occurs during uh, the building of the First Order. For me, um, we're not going to time scoop. At some point on databank ball, we're going to have to, yeah, I'm sure. absolutely. But I still think you can make this one happen yeah. in the sense of while the First Order was being built, uniforms being made, like at some point, <laughs> Snoke, Red, and Hux got together and were like, you, a sensible black? Yeah, let's yeah. do a sensible black uniform. There's no reason to change it. Yeah, yeah. No, We don't want to do any, no, no more of the olive. Yeah, the no olive, more the olive. Get rid of the olive. Yeah, let's just go all black. Um, let's expand the eye holes on the trooper helmets. That didn't seem to work out for us. Um, Let's make it look like they're crying and smiling at the same time. (laughs) During that time, Hux is a student of the uh, Empire. He's a student of what happened. Uh, It it means a lot to him. His father, name or not, is canon as an Imperial uh, who was key to the training of the Stormtroopers and, and building the brand. So that kind of stuff is key. Hux studies the game and he knows the game inside and out. So he's gonna know the defeat of the Empire started in big big way with the destruction of the second Death Star. You, mm-hmm. Yeah, you can go to the first, but the second Death Star was the death rattle that, that led to the end, and he wants to know why at some point you would have studied it uh, very much. A lot of it rested on the shoulders of General Crix May Dean. He's going to capture him. Okay, so he's got a hate on for Maydean. He's got to fight him. He's going to yeah. find him and bring him to me. <laughs> okay. So uh so let, let's talk about age. So we're we're saying that this is around when kind of uh, 5 fi- 5 years, 10 years no more, but I think yeah, about ten, 5 years before the force awakens. About 5 years before the force awakens. So yeah. so Maydeen's hair is his beard is going white. It's white right. by this point. Okay. Yeah, All right. Yeah. So we've got a young hot-headed ginger who's mm-hmm. going to prove himself in his technological terror by taking out 
an aging gentleman with a pointer. <laughs> Who used to be a, a ginger, a ginger light. Yeah, yeah he was, he yeah. was light ginger, yeah. but he wasn't all in your face yeah, about it. Like, right. like, Huck. <laughs> okay, so where, where does uh, Ace tell me where uh, Maydean or where Hux finds Maydean? Hmm, I think Hux finds Maydean. I think Maydean at this point is kind of just chilling, maybe on a kind of relaxing, maybe tropical kind of planet. <laughs> okay. Mm. So, all right. Yeah. He's like, relaxing. Yeah, you're yeah. right. He fought okay. the good fight. Yeah. 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 Is he maybe at some sort of resort home on a nice part of Felucia, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Like I, can, I could dig Felucia. Yeah. 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 Okay. The final resting place of Ayla Secura. Yeah. 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 So he lives not far from there. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> uh, it, so he finds him at this, uh, just hanging out. Now, is General Medine, since he, he is, used to be good at, at covert actions, is he trying to hide his location or is he just loud and proud? Is he cocky? That the First Order is not a threat. Mm, I do think he's a little bit cocky. I think he's having a moment just to relax. He just wants to be right now. Yeah, it's Leave not a trap. Yeah, no, just unwind. Yeah. You know? I think he's like those football coaches that even after they retire, you refer to him as coach. Mm-hmm. Hey, coach. Mm, totally. Uh, hey, general. Yeah. All the people around the local Felucia Taverns. <laughs> right. Like that. Who's that? That's General Cricks. Is he still in the Army? Nope. <laughs> he's well, he's loved. He's, yeah, he's a yeah. popular guy. His Definitely. beard isn't regulation anymore, is it? It's pretty, yeah, it's pretty it's bushy. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty bushy, a little thick. Uh, right. You know, and, and he's a serious guy. He's an intense guy. Mm-hmm. But again, mind you, uh, you know, in my head canon, he, he and Mothma together, they were a good couple. A lot of people rooted for him. Right. There's a lot of passion there. Yeah. They're both serious. But when, when the lights were low, uh, just not even just physically, just emotionally, they really let loose. They were a fun couple. Yeah. yeah. Ship it was, that couple. I oh ship them, right? I yeah. See it. I think they talk strategy before they had sex right. and then they did everything right. exactly right the way they had discussed right right uh there's a shield around my pants um so <laughs> send han in so i, th- I think yeah. that's it's the state you're finding him right now he's got right. a he's got a beer a space beer in his hand mm-hmm. um he doesn't talk about much Some what he did juice, yeah you just yeah. kind of knew what he did I okay feel, i feel like he, he he seems like the type of guy who would still have that pointer stuff though yeah oh that yeah pointer. oh yeah that doesn't that, go anywhere his, that's like his trust that doesn't go anywhere He's got a backup just yeah, in case. Yeah, that's yeah. his trusty pointers. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I think Hux comes at him with some people or some tech, because I think oh, yeah. Hux is the kind of guy who's not going to go one-on-one. He wants technological terror. He believes that's mm-hmm. the way to mm-hmm. win, and he needs to capture this guy. So is he marching with some stormtroopers? Yes. Or... Okay. Yeah. All I right. think Stormtroopers is he trusts even in the movie in the Force Awakens he's like my troopers do not fail. Right. Uh, right. Fail. Excellent he, he point. Loves him. He right. loves him. So okay. So but Hux is there. In my mind, Hux is oh there. Hux is there leading yeah. the charge. Yeah. He yeah. wants yeah. all the glory. This doesn't right. happen back on uh, a ship or anything. This happens in that. Bo- well, maybe maybe at his home. Right. Yeah. I That's think in his bungalow. Maydean's May- May- he's yeah. headed home by this point. Yes. He had a drink. Right. He had a space beer. He's heading home to yeah. maybe stare quietly and cry at a picture of Mothma. Yeah. And I think he finds. I think Maydean finds his bungalow burning oh, i think oh shoot so he gets there and he's like, what is it is it danger but he's a brave man he needs to know so he he rushes in and i think he is ambushed by stormtroopers shooting at him mm. in oh, his wow. little uh felucia speeder bike that he's wow. riding and uh, i think he has to jump off the bike as it blows up the stormtroopers yeah. obviously uh they're better shots than they used to be they weren't trying to kill him sure. they're just trying to get him off that bike i think the stormtroopers throw him off the bike he jumps up and then i think hux uh just totally surprise punches him 
Absolutely. Like a little weenie. I think there's a shot. If this was in a, <laughs> if this was in a movie, Hux would do, the fire would be behind him, and Hux would be walking and taking gloves off. Mm. Oh yeah, That's good. yeah, and then just cold cocks him. Yeah, like oh. a little weenie. Absolutely. Technical fighting term, right? <laughs> weenie, yeah. right? That's the perfect des- description of Hux. By the way, <laughs> he's a weenie. He's a little yeah. weenie. <laughs> the pasty space Nazi weenie. Kylo said that the plans didn't matter. Oh <laughs> yeah, I want to see Kylo Ren call Hux. A weenie in its Kylo Ren voice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> weenie. Uh, yeah. Okay. So how how does Median react, Jennifer? He just got smacked. He got blown up. His home is in flames. Right. Uh, he got smacked. He's had a drink. Right. He's wearing flip flops. He's wearing shorts. <laughs> you know, he's he's chillaxing. Yeah. So this really takes him by surprise, but he immediately springs into action. I almost liken it to like he is an old an old boxer who <laughs> right. you know he in his day he yeah. was a great fighter. He's like a Liam Neeson. Type of guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. Exactly. Yeah. He's like one of those old guys who will beat the crap out of you. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, exactly. And and Hux is crazy and he's youthful, but that's going to, I think, going to be his mm. downfall. Yeah. Is he's going to get too cocky. I think that Maydeen maybe like ducks and hides behind a wall. Uh, and there's some sort of back and forth going on. Hux is taunting him. Come out, you old man. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, Medine separates himself to yeah. quickly make a strategy. Yes. Yeah. And to right. pull his backup pointer out of his oh, shorts. Yeah. Out of his shorts. That's his first <laughs> thing he's doing. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I think out. at one point, Medine very calmly says, is that all you have? And is that all you're prepared to do? Okay. Yes. So, do you think Complete that- Complete sentences in his threats. Oh, yeah. For sure. <laughs> do you think Medine manages to taunt uh, Hux into going one-on-one? And, and having the stormtroopers back he's, off? He's going to attempt that. Yeah. 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 I think so. I think he wants to shame Hux- into right. into some one-on-one pugilism. Right, right. But one of the troopers maybe steps in the way and, and takes out his stick and goes, traitor! And Hux is like, that has no meaning here. It's and not says, just a general mean word. Right. right. He says, stand aside. Huck says, stand aside, men. Let yeah. me show you how to do this. Yeah, I think he yells in a very uncontrolled way, I have this! And it's not yes, at all believable. <laughs> I have and yeah, they're losing respect for him right away. Uh, so I think uh, I think Madian still got the pointer though, right? Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I think he just goes to town on Hux with the pointer. I think he takes him out at the knee. I think he slaps him about the head. You know, mm-hmm. I think he's I think he's trying to embarrass him, right? Because he could probably take he, him. He's down. getting some shots in. You're saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think Madian oh, yeah. is is going to town on on Hux. And I think Hux is is he's not crying, but he's whimpering. <laughs> He's trying to get his hands up there to protect himself. It's not working. There's some thumps. There's some some fists on the face slaps. And I think the troopers are sitting there watching, kind of snickering. Kind of enjoying it. Mm. Yeah. And he's humiliated. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I think at this point, if anything we'd learn from The Force Awakens is that this guy is a fiery, angry dude. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think Mm -hmm. at this point he might see the troopers kind of getting upset and he starts getting angry. He starts Mm. getting really upset and he starts firing back. Hux is up, huh? Hux is up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what kind of fighter is he? What's he doing? Uh, What's he doing to... He's a very lanky, tall dude, so I'm I'm assuming some long jabs. Okay. All right, it's what's going on right now. Maybe Mm -hmm. some long jabs going on. Maybe some swings. Okay, so he's yeah. he's big, wild, angry jabs yeah. and swings. Yeah. He's screaming the whole time, right? Oh, yeah. He's giving a speech while he's doing this, oh, right? Oh, yes. yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. So to me, uh, I think as we're coming toward the end of this fight, I think I think even if 
Hux has some physical chops that are powered by utter rage and anger and shame, uh, we we generally it sounds like think Maydine is a superior fighter. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. He's got the patience. He's got the strategy. He's got the Liam Neeson like experience. And don't don't forget that pointer. That yeah, pointer. he's got yeah. that pointer. Oh, yeah, he man. could and he could take a punch. So while Hux is is right. is punching him, and Hux is starting to lose it again. It's it's a little. We talked about in a previous episode of Dead Brawl that nerd rage. There's a little bit kind of yeah. that going on. Yeah, I think yeah. that's going to come up a lot. In. So Hux is he's punching. He goes these fists that are hitting your face. <laughs> uh, and and Hux uh, Maydine's kind of not laughing. It's not in his character to kind of be the humorous guy in the room, but he's taking it, and he's still like, is this all you have? Yeah. And the Hawks is starting to lose control. Yeah. Hair in his face. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. It's just tossled, and he's like, heavy is breathing. this all you have? He's like heavy uh, breathing. Yeah, he's wiping a little bit of blood from his lip. <laughs> yes. Is that all you got, mm-hmm. punk? Mm-hmm. Uh, so here's where I think the fight comes down to it. Now, we know that Hux's mission, we know that he is a strategist. He yeah. admires Mating strategy. His mission is to kidnap Maydine yeah. and get the information out of him. His, his goal is not to kill him, but he is being ashamed yeah. by him, and he's got to have a desire to just yell at the troopers to just shoot Maydine. Mm-hmm. Sure. So do we think that he that Hux lets his, uh, his inner strategist win and say, no, I have to take him alive, or is he so ashamed by being uh, stick-whooped by this, uh, pointer-whooped hashtag, by this older man, mm. hashtag pointer-whooped, uh, that he calls for him to actually be fired upon by the stormtroopers. Because that's the only way I see Hux winning, is if Hux loses it and just has his troopers shoot. I think there's a moment, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, Ace, here, you know a lot about Hux, apparently. <laughs> um, I, I think there's a moment he calls for it. Shoot him! Yeah. And the troopers... They look at each other. All right, I guess we got to do this. And uh, Mating's on his knees, bloodied face, pointer uh, on the ground, maybe a little broken. And I think the troopers, they they line up much like you saw at the beginning of Force Awakens. Yeah. And I, I think uh, there's a moment, there's a quiet beat. Mating looks directly into Hux's eyes and says, I knew your father. I defeated your father. I, I, I am... I am at peace with what, the, what what's about to happen. And that's when Hux is like, buttons up his top button again. Yeah. He says, stand down. Take him into custody. Many wow. Bothans died to make your dad look like an idiot. Yeah. 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 I like that. I like that. So uh, as we're wrapping up here, I want to get a consensus. Who, Jennifer, are you happy with these results? Do, who do you feel should have won this fight? No, I'm very happy. I was going to say that the, actually that uh, Maydeen dies in that moment. Wow. A hero. Uh, goes out that way. So goes you feel like Maydeen yeah. wins the fight, like absolutely yeah. physically and spiritually, but right. is overwhelmed by the the weakness and weeniness of Hux. Yes. Physically. Basically. I like this. I like this. This is what I like about Databank Brawl, just we're talking about maybe sometimes, you know, overruling. I think you're right, Jennifer. I think Maydeen's on the ground. Mm-hmm. Says that stuff. And, and he's won. Yeah. And that's when Hux says... Fire. Yep. You know, a hollow oh, failed victory. Do you God. feel do you feel okay with this result? Or do yeah. you feel like uh anything different should no, have occurred I think if, victory if, wise? I think if it's gonna go down, it's gonna go down like that, man. I think mm. Hux is just too too in, mm-hmm. too angry, man. Yeah. He's gonna he's gonna chill out. I mm. think as Hux says fire, and Maydean knows he's going to because he knows his character, right. that it's just enough time for Maydean to pop up punch him in the face one last time as making a shot. Just as like my last hack on earth is punching you in your smarmy, pasty little face. Oh my God. 
Yes. That's it. And Maydine goes to his grave. Wow. Uh, keeping the secrets of the rebellion mm-hmm. close yeah. to heart. And as he falls to the ground and his hand reaches to the pointer that's laying there. <laughs> close up. He utters one name. Mothma. <laughs> oh my God. A bittersweet episode awesome. of Data Bank Brawl in which wow. Maydean won, but his victory took everything that he had. Costly. It was a costly victory, but the victory does indeed go to Maydean mm-hmm. and only adds to Hux's shame. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Uh, so if you guys are listening out there and you want to see a particular fight, if you want to set us up for another bittersweet <laughs> Horrible thing. Uh, you can uh, tweet at us and tell us which characters that you'd like to see fight. Either suggest a matchup, or we really like hearing just individual characters that you'd like to see pop up. Because who knows? Maybe yeah. we'll even have a three-way fight. Maybe have mm. some tournaments. So uh, let us know your suggestions under the hashtag #DataBankBrawl. Jennifer, want to tell people where they can find you on the social medias? Yes, you can find me on Twitter at Jennifer Landa and all my social media sites Jennifer Landa. Ken. Hey, at Ken Napsock across the board, make sure you check out the Napsock files where I talk about things that aren't Star Wars, um, but uh, it's getting harder and harder to not uh, talk about <laughs> Star Wars more and more and more. I love it so much. We have such great fun here. As always, Joseph, thank you for inviting me on, on your show. Oh, absolutely. And Ace? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Squad Leader Ace. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. This is a really, really fun one. You can find me on all the social media is at Joseph Scrimshaw. You can like Force Center on Facebook and follow us on Twitter is at Force Center Pod. And until next time as luke skywalker once said while no one was listening to him i care that's it for databank brawl Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.